Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and Proteus Kill Teams to that 6++ show. I am your host, Tom, and I am back with the first ever State of Play for 10th edition. Obviously, in State of Play, I talk to faction experts about particular factions they've been running and having good results with. Try and give you, the listeners, some tricks and tips about how to get the most out of an army. Um, I like to do this with people who really bed in on factions, uh, and I also like to do this with people who are trying to do something a little bit different. Um, unfortunately, I've been able to find someone who has been able to excel with something in this meta uh, that isn't uh, one of the sort of two or three obvious choices. So it is my absolute pleasure today to have Chris Radford we're here with me how are you doing chris hi tom doing great thanks so much for having me no pleasure to have you on i say i've not met you before but i've heard a lot about you because you're a regular practice partner with our very own ed um, and he speaks incredibly highly of you um so i guess before we get into death watch specifically and their place in this current 10th meta maybe if you want to tell people a little bit about yourself i'd be interested to know your sort of history in the game um, and i know that you're a player for team ignite these days as well so i'd be curious to know how that came about um, so, yeah, by all means, give us a little bit of a potted biography of yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll think back. So I, I've been playing 4K, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> playing 4K for like 10 years, but I started going to events about, about nice. two years ago. About two years ago, my first okay, event. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I first started playing and, and played with those like, local guys uh, around Wolves, where I live. Um, mm-hmm. We made the Savvy Submariners, the team. Yeah. Um, so we started going to events, went to my first event. And it was like a drug. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Um, <laughs> it's so good, isn't it? Yeah. I think I went to one and I brought a ticket for the week afterwards straight away. I was like, I'm going to another RTT straight away next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, I went on to BCP, looked at the best Space Wolf list, and then just copied that as I played the Space Wolves. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I ran yeah. out to loads of events, the same list for, for months on end. Um, yeah. With, with the Savvy Submariners, this like, group of probably about six guys, I think it was. Um, going around to yep. all the different UKTC events, LGT and so on, and had an absolute blast. Um, mm. So then from then, I tried to basically I tried to be, set my goal and try and be the number one space player on the ITC. Yeah. That's like my mm-hmm. my aim for the following year when I started. Um, yeah. So I just played space Wolves over and over again through some times of the Melter, <laughs> which is great. And through some time. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, there was, there was some, <laughs> some phases where they were crazy. <laughs> there were some high points. And there were some very, yeah. very low points. Playing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. playing, playing, uh, space walls into, into Tyranid blocks. It's just, just, Oh my word. It was tough. Yes. It was tough. <laughs> some, some of the messes that have been, um, but I, I, I went through yeah. that, uh, and I managed to get that one. Um, and then at that point, oh, I fantastic. got that, that award and then Vic messaged me, um, around that time, I think it was like February this year said, we're setting up a new mm-hmm. team. With Dave Gaylard, uh, Brian Sepp, Yockel, who I played at LGT ages ago. Um, oh, great! Would you? Would you be? Was this something you'd be interested in? Uh, and I was yeah. like, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Wow! Uh, I mean, yeah, I was, absolutely. I mean, hand picked by Vic is not a bad way to go, is it? <laughs> and Vic, Vic's quite local to me as well. So he's from Birmingham. So oh, is he? That's cool. At, yeah. yeah, we played at a lot of like Glasshammer GTs together and RTTs, and I've. The amount of times I've met Vic in Game Five of a GT and just got absolutely smashed, <laughs> like it's all going so well. And then in our local meta joke, you win your first four games and you lose to Vic in the final. Um, so... Right, that's 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 the right of passage, is it? Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's happened. Fantastic, and obviously, so so Ignite obviously only been going a little while now. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not sure how, how many players does Ignite have at this moment in time? Because obviously you've soared uh, to the top of the rankings, doing incredibly well as a team. Yeah. We've got we've got seven. Um, there's seven players, mm-hmm. I think that's it. So we've got me, Vic, Dave. They're the ones in England. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We've got Brian. Oh, sorry, Boris as well in England. Uh, oh, of course. Brian, yes. in, yeah. Brian in Scotland, Jockel in Iceland, and then um, we've got Liam VSL in Belgium. So seven Brilliant. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a small yeah, knit Fantastic. Group. So it's. Yeah, well, I think that can be really effective, and it se- certainly seems to be working. I've seen those amazing results with you guys winning the Teams event. That was really cool to see, yeah. um, and lots and lots of big, big event placings and stuff. So, yeah, really exciting times. I feel like Ignite are going to be around as a dominant force for quite a while. I'm, I'm excited to see it all develop. I really hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Be along for the ride, man. That's great. Yeah. Okay, well, so obviously, yeah, as, as you know, as, as you've alluded to, you you played Space Wars really hard throughout. Um, throughout the end of ninth um, yeah. and did incredibly well with them obviously we're still talking marines today but we're talking some specialists yeah. because it's not been so i have to say i've been a little bit apprehensive about getting state of play started again precisely because 
the top of the game hasn't looked terribly interesting to me, right? There haven't been a lot of surprises at the top of the game in recent times. We know what's good. We know my my beloved GSC, my beloved Elves are both very good, far too good. Um, And we know there's a couple of other contenders bubbling away just under that. But one of the more interesting things has been the emergence of Death Watch, because Death Watch for Space Marines seem to be the way to go, right? Space Marines themselves haven't landed especially hard. Um, but Deathwatch seem to have a really cool toolkit that is helping them to hang in this meta against the odds, uh, it's worth saying. Um, and so I think it was really nice to zoom in and focus in on that. And obviously, you've just had an incredible performance at the Leeds GT, where you made the semi-finals, and you indeed you only lost to to Josh Roberts himself running double Wraith Knight, which I'm sure we can talk about towards the end. <laughs> Bre- <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> It'll be a, a short conversation, um, Tom. On that one <laughs> yeah yeah no i can i can imagine i actually know at least two other people that played josh on his run to, to winning that event and it, they all sounded like short games yeah. <laughs> like quite short short violent experience yeah. um, but obviously very well done to josh josh seems to be really going for singles this yeah, year it's been really yeah. interesting to see he's, he's obviously been in the background a little bit the last couple of years but it's nice to see him out again um at the top of these big events um so yeah so what we'll do to begin with is we'll introduce people to Oh, briefly remind them who the Death Watch are, in case they they're not aware. I think people do know, but it's nice to just <laughs> chat about the flavour and feel of the faction. I think yeah, actually it's useful because who they are does help to explain a little bit how they're able to be succeeding against the odds at this at this moment in time. So then we'll think a little bit about um, sort of the list you've been using and some of the key units and tools you've found to make Death Watch work. Um, yeah. We'll think about the sort of stratagems, enhancements. Obviously, the index is a nice, punchy little index, so we'll chat about that as well. Um, and then we'll talk through your leads run and just pick up on a couple of the games that you really enjoyed and a couple of the matchups, and you can, I guess, highlight how how the army played for you in in in, in the process. Yeah. So if we talk about Death Watch, what's what's the role of Death Watch in the overall sort of forty k sort of lore and and meta? Would you say what's what's the army's kind oh, of place over time? We're the, we're, the, uh, we're the Xenos hunters, aren't we? The, uh... Yeah, exactly. The... Alien bashers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any alien, no big enough. how big or small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so obviously they're drawn from all the different space marine chapters. They're super yeah. elite. And they go out and they go out on these almost suicidal missions to go and take down, you know, Tyranids, Orcs, Elves, whatever it is. And yeah. they've always historically had really cool rules to kind of reflect that, right? It puts a slightly different spin on them on the way the, yeah. the Marines work and gives them a few tricks and tools to help them deal with the kinds of threats that you'd expect yeah. the Death Watch to be facing. So I always feel like they do a good job of writing Death Watch rules in that sense. Um, so if we start perhaps actually with the enhancements and strats, I guess that's that's like the top layer for this. In terms yeah. of the actual yeah. rule set that Death Watch got in 10th edition, what is it that drew you to them as a sort of as a competitive option, as a, as a playable army? What kinds of tricks and tools have they got and what sorts of things do you find yourself using? I, th- I think the, the best trick... That the absolute thing that drew, drew me to the army is the um, mm-hmm. the teleport strats called teleportarium. Oh yeah, so it's that's so where it's insane <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> Uh, we're basically yeah. grey knights that can actually kill something <laughs> because <laughs> at the end of your opponent's turn, you can pick up two units, two kill teams, or you can pick up one yeah. other unit, like a block of ten deslays, mm-hmm. for example, um, and yes, then you, you can. place them down. <laughs> and you can place them down uh, like like they're coming in from deep strike. It's not actually deep strike, but it's like they're coming in from deep strike nine away, um, and yeah. so on. So um, that's a. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of that's the best stratagem, and that's the thing. When I saw that strat, I was like, okay, I've got to look yeah. into this army because that could be really fun to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play like that is massive, right? I remember when I was reading the GSC index; they've got Return to Shadows, which obviously has a similar sort of application. Yes. And you're just like, oh, yeah, you yeah. can just do so much with this, right? That kind of yeah. redeployed potential. We actually we did a show specifically focused on focused on movement a few a couple of weeks ago, and just tricks like that can just open up possibilities with an army exactly. so much. And as you say, the fact that it's two kill teams. And kill teams in Death Watch, as we'll get into, can put out some hurt. It gives you you that enormous flexibility, doesn't it? Because you can focus bits of the board, you can go full send, go really aggressive, or you can get out of dodge if you've got a problem on a flank, whatever else. Very flexible tool in Teleportarium and an absolutely world-beating strat. Very nice. (laughs) You can make your opponent feel uncomfortable throughout the whole game because they never know where you are. I mean, that's so important. Yeah, 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 exactly. It keeps people honest, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. A good competitive game shouldn't be comfortable. Yeah. I don't know if you have, you have this after an event where you're just like, oh, those are all so hard. You're like, yeah, that's the point. The point is that, <laughs> the point is that yeah, those are hard. Exactly, you have to yeah, think. Yeah. You know, armies make you think. Enemy armies make you think. And yeah, so Teleportarium, obviously a, a massively powerful stratagem. 
gives yeah. you a lot of different outs and a lot of different options in the way that you approach the game. Was there anything else in the stratagems that kind of shone through? Uh, yeah, so there's one stratagem as well. So there's that one, and there's another strat where you can pick, again, two kill teams of one unit, which is like a theme for Deathwatch. Um, so two kill teams yep. of one of a unit, and it increases the range of the weapons by six, and their AP by yep. one. Now, that's got that's two really main nice. uses that we're going to use quite a lot. One of them yep. is to just gives you AP minus one of your Desolators. That's pretty big. Yes. And also, increasing yes. their range to 42, you'll find on, on like a lot of train sets, that's like a crucial extra six inches you need. You can't really hide from really Death is. Uh, Desolators. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but no. well, that's, that's that one. And then, um, and then it also has a really good use on frag cannons, which I guess we'll get into Death Watch veterans in a bit. Yes. But that comes up to frag cannons really, yeah. really important. It's an important combo to use to increase their range. They're quite a short range gun. Yeah. Increasing okay. by six inches is really important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that extra AP, especially when you've got the kind of massed fire with those of those of moment, that really helps, right? Because you're just going to push through much, so many more saves on a big target um, or a horde or whatever else, and just take just chew through squads. Desolators with forty two inch range is a very different game as well. That's a really, really interesting is. thing because yeah, they just they they can just access so much more of the board. They're much harder to play around, um, and again we've. Bearing in mind the combination play here, you, they could be popping up somewhere and fight, picking a new spot on the board anyway if they've used Teleportarium. Yeah. So you've got a unit here that can reach out and touch things all over the place. Really, really powerful. Um, no, that's really cool. And so in terms of the enhancements, was there anything in the Death Watch enhancements that, that is worth taking or that sort of helps you oh, build yeah. around your list? There's one I'd take every time, <laughs> and there's one I'd try okay. to fit in and do almost all I can to fit it in, but it's not in the world. <laughs> okay. So the one I'll take every yeah. time is the Tome of the Ectoclades. Uh, yes, Tome of the Ectoclades, okay. That goes on by Watchmaster, and that means that one turn in your command phase, you can pick two open moment targets. So two targets where yes. you're going to be re-rolling all hits, and you're going to be re-rolling all wounds. Um, and that is, yeah. that's the... Uh, that's the absolute best enhancement <laughs> that you can get. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Especially when I'm like Death Watch, where you have like a go term, where you're like, all right, I'm going to kill you now. I'm going to table you now. This is Having it. two targets this is, is really, really big there. Yeah, completely. Because again, they're an army that I mean, we'll talk about the specific units, but they, they can really go to town with like high volume shooting. And yes, so if you've yeah. got two places on the board where you're just re rolling your hits, re rolling your wounds, adding AP, you're just going to make a big crater. And that's, that's really, really <laughs> nice to have. So. Again, it does. It does have that sort of go turn. Is right. It's got a real pick its moment and then just yeah. blast, blast a hole in the opponent kind of feel and just put the yeah. opponent in an unrecoverable position. Um, and it, I think that's the thing about the the toolkit here between the enhancements and the strategy. You've just got a bunch of stuff. You don't have to bring Gilliman to get two oaths targets, right? You don't have <laughs> exactly. just Rabute running around, <laughs> costing yeah. however much he costs. <laughs> it's so much better than Gilliman as well because Gilliman, you have to the first oath target to get the second one to pop. And that's really exactly awkward, that. Whereas the Death Watch yeah. just is too. So you don't have to worry about your ordering. Yeah. It's less it's less no, exactly. for the opponent for strats. It's really, really good. Really strong. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I think that's the thing. I've watched the Gilliman combo fall down a few times when people haven't quite got it right with, with yeah, exactly. mixing up the targets and everything else or tried to yeah. get greedy. And so I think this is the raw power on Tovec plays is wonderful. So what's what's the enhancement that you try to fit in? What's your nice to have? Uh, this this one's FIFA Secrets. Uh, this one's there, oh. but it, it, you put it on a captain. So I put it on a captain. Okay. It gives you yep. plus one strength, plus one AP, and then plus one damage. So okay. stick on okay. a captain's power fist, and he's going to be strength nine, yep. minus three, free damage. Oh. Um, yeah, and then that's that captain, punchy. again, has got that go turn of once a game, he can get plus three attacks and dev wounds. So he's going to have, I think, very, very attacks, nice. hitting on twos. Strength nine minus three, free damage, death wounds. It's really, really strong. Yeah, which again, if you've got over three rolls, you're just going to absolutely put holes in things. That's exactly, super cool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's very space wolvesy of you. That one. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> building, building, building a big punchy character. You got to have yeah. one in there somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> I'll give you a little yeah, um, target to do as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not in game rules though, because they're they're annoying. Just 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 yeah. declare one for yourself. Have a little bit of pay. Be like, I'm doing a saga. It doesn't matter. It's not in the game. I'm just I just want to do one. <laughs> yeah. I need to give a space. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of the. Oh yeah, you should. You should have a bunch of like space wolf yeah, shoulder pads, isn't he? Of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So that, yeah, I think that's an amazing sort of base toolkit to work with. Yeah. Um. I can't can't remember what the, sort of the overall what's the sort of overall like army rule for Death Watch. So they've got um, there's two. There's one called Kill Team, um, which is okay. like this massive wall of text, 
Um, I couldn't couldn't recite it to you at all. But I think it's um, <laughs> <laughs> the key thing is that everyone in the kill team gets infantry. Um, yeah. So if you have a biker in a kill team, it can go through walls. That's the key thing. In there. This is it. This um, is it. Yeah. Which, as we'll so come to, that can be a big deal <laughs> for the old Proteus. Um, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. the second one is we can pick like we have like three doctrines. I don't. Know, I can't remember what they actually they're called in Death Watch, but it's like three doctrines. Okay. Um, and then mm. you pop them in your command phase, and then to your next command phase, you get some form of buff. Um, yeah. You get one which is sustained hits in shooting and in combat. You get oh wow lethal hits. Or you get uh, precision on a critical hit, which is one you use the least. Um, but generally, sustained yes. hits and lethal hits. Again, we're talking about a go turn. That sustained hit or lethal hits is yeah. really, really important. And yeah. it just gives you exactly the right application for the target, doesn't it? Which is exactly. yeah, really, exactly. really cool. Yeah. yeah. And again, sustained hits. I'm hearing a lot of space Wolvesy sounding things in here, right? Exploding yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> big melee, <laughs> big was... punchy melee character. <laughs> <laughs> If it was double explosive, I'd never look back as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, goodness, I don't miss that. That was insane. That was so terrifying <laughs> to play into. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's super, super cool toolkit. So let's let's talk about some of the units that you've been using to get the most out of this then. Obviously, you've alluded to a couple of them. So you've talked about Desolation Marines and Kill Team. So maybe if we start there and then we can talk about the kind of tech that plays around that because it feels like that's the kind of cutting core of the list right the bodies in the kill teams and the desolation squad so yeah. how do you how do you tend to use them what's their function in the list so so the absolute like, bread and butter of the list is a death watch veteran this is a, a battle yep. line unit so it's, a, it's like a troop mm -hmm. and it's, it's oc2 yeah uh, you basically take a big squad of 10 and then in that squad of 10 you can take four death watch thunder hammers which are mm -hmm. like you know the old death watch heavy hammer i think it's called um it's at yeah, like yeah. 10 damage free thunder hammer so it's like a ninth edition oh, thunder hammer um tasty, much yeah. much better i know yeah it literally is the exact yeah. <laughs> yeah. i think um and it's yeah. got death wound uh i'll then take four frag cannons which are like probably the most important part of the army i think uh and these guys are like short range weapons but like i said we're going to increase their range of a stratagem and they've got yeah. like being strength seven minus one two damage uh, d3 shots blast yeah. And then when you get into rapid D3 fire range, blast. you get an extra. Exactly, yeah. yeah when you get into yeah, a rapid yeah, yeah. fire range, you get an extra D3 shots as well. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the frag cannon. So it's like a, it's it's a, it's an all comer gun, I think. I mean, tens are removed some of those. Yeah. It's, it's your seismic cannon, cannon, isn't it? It's like it's going to exactly. do any job because <laughs> it's, it's got, got enough volume. Enough AP, enough damage, enough strength that you can just, it's yeah. very versatile, especially yeah. once you've buffed it up with the strats and, and buffs yeah. that you've already described. So when you uh, when and, uh, you... there's another thing about kill team right that, that you haven't mentioned. My favorite, personal favorite thing about them is the reroll all the hits against Xeno. <laughs> exactly that, yeah, the Xeno. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Which is just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The first time I read that, I was like, obviously, I play a lot of Xenos crap, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> that's horrible. That's so scary. <laughs> it's so good, it's so good. That's amazing. So mm. when you get these frag cannons and they're re-rollable hits, and the thunder hammers are re-rollable hits, it, it's a really, really powerful yeah. unit. The other two guys are yeah. just kind of like plebs that go with the unit, and they've got just storm shields. Yeah, so they're wound counters with a four yeah. on say, which is actually really yeah. important to have to get through stuff like Overwatch. Oh, of course. So you know your opponent's yes. got Overwatch and kill those two before they actually get to your, you know, your good stuff. Um, which is, which yeah. is a really, really good part of the army, really good part of the unit. Yeah. And what's absolutely bonkers yeah. about all of this, Tom, is all of that reroll hits. <laughs> OC two. That squad is OC twenty. Four thunder hammers. Four frag cannons. Two yeah. storm shields. That's two hundred points. <laughs> oh, that's insane. That's so good. Yeah, crazy. it's beautiful. Because yeah. you've got yeah, you've got a unit there that punches incredibly hard, shoots incredibly yeah. hard, contests objectives incredibly well. Yeah. Has that little bit of flexible durability built in to just yeah. tank those early shots or any heavy duty stuff before you get to the good stuff, and it can boop around the board to the places you need it to be, and you can potentially it's, have two of these popping up. Yeah, it's absolutely outrageous. Yeah. That 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 squad, if you're on a death watch, I mean, two's your minimum. If you're taking less than two, something, something's yeah. going wrong. You've got to take at least two of those. That's yeah, so, yeah. so strong. Um, I take yeah. three, personally. Take three. Yeah, um, yeah. very nice. They're, they're incredibly, incredibly strong. Um, and their main goal is just, I, I usually deploy them like at the back. You know, they're out of range, because they're going to be mm -hmm. teleporting anyway. And the reason I have three... Yeah. Is because I in in one turn I can pick up three units with the captain in one squad as well, doing the stratagem for free. Yeah, and then you've got that threat yeah, yeah, yeah. coming down somewhere into one half the board. Yes, there you go. Oh yes, yeah, so the free strat combo. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, very very nice. So at some stage, 
So do, do you find it tends to be an army then where you, you're sort of biding your time and waiting for that that in, and then then you just go go yeah. with a bunch of stuff. It depends a little bit on the matchup, but yeah, generally, yeah, you're yeah. waiting for a bit of an opening, Super or you're good. waiting for them to like have one weak flank, and you absolutely just smash that flank. Just fold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Okay, it's, it's funny because obviously GSC Deathwatch is a matchup we'll talk about in a bit. But actually, in yes. terms of the toolkit and the things it can do, it does similar sorts of things, right? With that kind of, I'm going to hit you really hard here, then I'm going to recycle. I'm going to yeah. come and hit you really hard here. Um, I can reach you wherever you are. I've got a, got a lot of high volume shooting, so there's definitely some parallels with with that in terms of the threat that it yeah. poses. No, that's really cool. And so, obviously, Desolation. I mean, people are very familiar with Desolation Marines at this stage, <laughs> um, but I guess I guess they they play an important role here, don't they? Because they just give you yeah. a couple of important ingredients in the sort of tempo of the game. So, you want to just briefly comment on that? So the main the the biggest downside to G- will be the counter to Death Watch is um, screens. Because they can screen out your deep yes. strikes. You need to deep striking every single turn. Yep. And your frag cannons need to get within 12 of their target to actually really pop off. That's when they get into rapid fire range yeah. and they do really huge yeah. damage. So you've got to get up close, close, close <laughs> yeah. and personal. Uh, so your desolators, mm-hmm. what you want to do, your first turn or two, is they're, they're killing screens. They're finding screens and they're killing them. Yeah. They're making Just sure by picking off those three, outer layers. Exactly that. By turn two or three, your opponent has just got like the good stuff left. And then your vets are there to come <laughs> and drop in and, and, and yeah, yeah. those. So they play a really, really important yeah. role. Obviously, they combo with that that stratagem for extra AP and minus one and, and six inch range really well. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd, I'd go as far as to say they're the best de- desolators in the game. They're better than Ultramarines, I think. I agree. Stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, because that AP minus one. Yeah. I just think being able to reach further and get that AP without having to be, you know, plunging fire or whatever else. I see people trying different things yeah. to make sure they get the AP. But it's well, where you when you go you could have fire, that as well. <laughs> if, if on UKT you stand on the top at any point, do you want to fire your main guns? Yeah. Then you're you're. Your indirect is minus two ignores cover. You've got minus three indirect. Yeah. It's outrageous. <laughs> Not good it's for horrifying. the game, but yeah. outrageous. No, but you know, no, no one's saying desolators are good for the game. But I said the game, the game's got enough problems. <laughs> we don't need to be bullying des-, des. I was very worried about desolators before this meta kicked in, and to be honest, they they are low down on my list of things I'm worried about right now. Into- I, I think they'll, I they'll have their time. The same. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see it'll be there'll be a new wave of marine stuff soon and they'll be like go on go and buy these instead We've, you've, you've got yeah, those exactly. now we don't need we don't need we don't need to sell you these anymore um so those those i think are the sort of that's where a lot of the raw killing and the sort of overall plan of stripping off the enemy's screening and defensive potential and then delivering that hammer blow comes from but there's there's a lot of sort of supporting tech and other little bits and pieces in the list as well um, that you tend to use. So, do you want to comment on a couple of the other units that you use to help this thing? Yeah, the the other unit which I which I love is the Protoss Kill Team. I've got to give yeah. a um, the Protoss Kill Team. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So, I'll give a shout out to my, my my friend Kevin. He's the first one who mentioned this unit to me and did the RTT with it. And I was like, yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's good. I can see its uses. It's really. Good. <laughs> um, I'm straight on the phone to Dave Gale saying we need to try to Protoss Kill Team. This this thing is. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So the Protoss kill team is like a mix of like old Marines, bikes, like first-born Marines, bikes, and Terminators. Mm-hmm. So you can take five Death Watch veterans, um, and those five guys, you take four frag cannons, because you always want frag cannons, um, one Thunderhammer. You then take one biker with like a, just a long vigil melee weapon, or like a chainsaw. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And this guy, the main role of him is he can go through walls, so he's going to give you a reach. Um, this is it. 12. That's it. And then you've got four Terminators. Um, you've got one guy who's a Thunderhammer Storm Shield. And then three guys, their weapons, I take a Cyclone Missile Launcher, Storm Bolter and Power Fist. Okay. But a lot of people yep. are running like Assault Cannons. But it depends. I take, I like the range of the Cyclone, but there's always that argument which one's better. Interesting. I've got, I'm confident. Cyclone yeah, I can see. I guess the mortal wound potential is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes the sense. Knight, the Wraith uh, Knight, the Assault Cannon. Um, so yes. that, those are your options. And it's a really, really good unit. In that unit, um, it's 330 points, so it's very, very expensive, but it gives you the access to four mm-hmm. guys with four pin saves, a two-up save base. So when you get those guys in cover and you pop armor of contempt on them, you know, you've got a zero-up save unit. It's like the old ninth edition stuff we used to have with, like, Terminators. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, it's really, yeah, really yeah. good. It, it has a lot of uses. On top of that, you can yeah. combine it with a Watchmaster. Uh, the Watchmaster, I think the G- GW really wants to sell this model as well. He's <laughs> desperate to sell it. Because... <laughs> That's how you solve an index, right? You just find the stuff they want you to get. Exactly. <laughs> this, this Watchmaster has just so many rules. Um, so he has Vex for one. He can cause your opponent mm-hmm. to, you can increase the, the CP of one of your opponent's strats. Phantasm. 
mm-hmm. um, which is really, really important in this meta because some strats are just absolutely bonkers. And then also, mm-hmm. he gives the unit he goes in, advance and charge, fall back and charge, advance and shoot, and fall back and shoot. Okay. All four. Yeah. So you have this Proteus kill team, which can go through walls, even with a bike. It moves 12 with the bike. Uh, yeah. Advances and charges, and fall back and charge. Advance and shoot, because you've got the four frag cannons in there, and the cyclone missile launches all advancing and shooting now. It's absolutely bonkers. Yeah. There's so much flexibility. Yeah, that is crazy. It. Yeah. In many games, yeah. right, I shove so, that into the middle, say, you can't kill it. Yeah. I've got a zero-up save, and I can advance and charge <laughs> anywhere now. I can shoot, advance and shoot yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah, now, yeah. and it gives you huge, huge flexibility. It's very hard for your opponent to deal with. Yeah. It's very, very hard. Yeah, I, I've, I've played against it like once, because Ed, Ed was trying different things out, and with a unit like that, and I've played, there's a couple of armies that can do this now. Necrons can do it with their little floaty characters as well, where it becomes incredibly hard to work out where the unit can go because you've got this thing that's quicker than everything else in it. So you're looking at it and your brain's going, that's six inch movement. But then you've got advance and charge, you've got a 12 inch moving bike. So it can just reach out and touch so much more. Um, and as you say, being able to go through walls, massively, massively powerful. So it feels like this is the sort of on ground presence whilst the other stuff boops around and shoots and gets stuck exactly. in. Yeah. Um, you know, at the sides, but this is just a hammer that you can just apply whenever you need and keeps the opponent yeah. really honest in the midboard. So it's a really powerful tool. And obviously, yeah, those terminators don't go down easy. So that, again, they running theme here where you've got those quite durable sort of gatekeepers within the squad. Again, I guess Crypto Thrills would be a parallel where it's like there's something in there. If you do try and get it, you've got this mini game where you're trying to chew through a really, really tough thing. And if you don't do it, it's still just as dangerous and as effective as it was before, really. Um, you know, maybe you lose a couple of Cyclones or a Thunderhammer or whatever, but it's still got a lot of punch. Um, yeah, so that sounds that sounds incredibly tough. And the Watchmaster, he, am I right in thinking he gives you Vect as well? He gives Vect, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's nice to have right now too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making making yeah. phantasm expensive or minus one damage for custodies, whatever it is. Just like it, something something you don't yeah. want out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that's great. And then, uh, what other sort of supporting units do you tend to bring to the to the list? Um, so that's a lot of the points gone there. I've got so I've got the Watchmaster, yeah. the I've got three Deathwatch veterans, mm-hmm. Desolators, the Protus Kill team. I take a unit of Inceptors, and that's for the GSC matchup yep. and the Eldari matchup specifically. Yep. You know, Deep Strike within yep. three inches. There's a lot of uses there, which I, I play both his games. So we could probably talk about that yep. during those games. Um, yeah, absolutely. I've got Inceptors, uh, and I've got a Repulsor. I've got a Repulsor in the list. Um, <laughs> oh, which, nice. <laughs> Good tech. Which was Good genuinely, tech. you know, list of missions Sunday, 12 o'clock. I put that Repulsor in at 11.50. Yep. <laughs> Um, so I think that's a good call, you know. I don't think that's a bad call at all. Yeah, fantastic. Because um, that that presumably because a you could put your desolators in it, and then they're not getting shot by anything. Yeah. Or you uh, can it carry kill teams? It can carry kill teams as well. Not it can. Yeah, it can. Oh, it can. If the Protoss oh, loses word. the okay. Terminator, then the Protoss can get in there as well. But it has to lose the Terminator first. It has to die. Yeah. So it's interesting because the Repulsor has these moments where it does pop up, doesn't it, as this sort of... It, it just helps negate some of the ways people would get at Desolation Marines. Um, I know I've, I've definitely tried Manticores when I played Ed. I was like, I'm just going to have some Manticores <laughs> just so I've got something that can punk Desolation Marines and it can definitely make a difference in that game. So being yeah. able to decide when you pop out and avoid getting getting hit by some rockets or something is, is definitely very sensible. So, yeah. And it's for its points, it's a very tough, tough little tank, you know, the it's Repulsor. It's good, it's durable, it shoots well. <laughs> I think actually, um, speaking from my games, it only died died against Josh Roberts, two Wraith Knights, but died like straight away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I can't think of another time it died. It was just holding primary yeah. every turn. There you go. The open. It's such Absolute a hero. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's, it's an amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. Um And obviously, I think the reason I did it is because I looked at who was on the um, who was on the roster to go. And I know it's a lot of the people going, like the, the, the known names who you know are going to be towards the top tables. A lot of them are all running Eldari and like to play spinners, night spinners. Uh, yeah, night, night spinners, exactly. Like yeah. Manticores in there and stuff. So I thought against those players, yeah. if I don't have a repulsor, I just lose straight away because you need your desolators in that game. No, that's exactly it. That's, that's yeah. why they're you do, you do need them. Worth it. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And I think, yeah, for Deathwatch players looking to shore up those kinds of matchups, I highly recommend it. Certainly for GSC. As I say, I was, I was experimenting with it. And if there is a repulsor there, it doesn't, you know, that, that whole game plan falls down. So it's, it's a really nice sort of counterplay to that and really, really worth having because yeah. it's, it's just it's not that expensive for a wonderful little gun transport. It's great. 
Um, okay, brilliant. Right, well, let's talk Leeds because obviously, yeah, semi-finalist position is incredible in the current scene and with the current armies out there at this moment in time. Um, so let's talk about your run there and then you feel free to zoom in on any games or matchups you particularly yeah. want to. Obviously, I'm sure people will be interested to hear about all of them because we're all still learning so much at the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's talk through it. Perfect. So my, uh, my so, first game was... Oh, sorry, Kevin. No, no, after you, after you. <laughs> so my, my first game probably was my, my most enjoyable game, I think, from a, like a tactical standpoint. Um, just, before, just before the cutoff, one unit I've got to mention is I had Unit 5 Infiltrators as well. Um, yeah. But originally, I had, before I had the Repulsor, I had another Unit of Infiltrators and a Phobos Librarian, and those two really good pieces for the nice. GSC matchup. But because there was less yeah, GSC yeah. going and more Eldari, I cut that out for the Repulsor. Um, and then turn one, game one, I paired into GSC. <laughs> um, and it was GSC, a War Masters player as well. Edward Morgan, a very, very good player. Oh, um, I know Ed. Yes, so, he's a solid player. Yeah. yeah, Very, very good player. So so I did a lot of practice into this matchup, a lot of discussions with my team and, and the GSC player, Jockel, in my team and Dave, who'd played the matchup a few times. A lot of like TTS, just how am I going to deploy, how am I going to play this? Um, and Deathwatch, I think they're known as like a GSC counter. Um, they're very, very good at playing into GSC. However, I'd removed my GSC tech. I just had one unit of five infiltrators. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, oh, this could be, this could be really, really tough. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I decided basically that in this matchup, I'm going to go super aggro, just super absolutely aggro. Put, put them under as much. <laughs> the right thing as to I do. Can. Yeah, as much pressure as I can. Try and force any mistakes I can, and just spread the board. Spread the board completely. Yeah. Um, so he went first. Uh, he had all the general stuff. He had saboteurs, you know, clavises which block deep strike, um, two ridge runners, like three acolyte bombs, two neophyte bombs, all that. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I he went first, which is good for me. So because he goes first, that means that at the end of his turn, I can pick up my units, uh, my free Deathwatch veterans. Yeah. So yeah, I have the ability yeah, yeah. to pick up free Deathwatch veteran units there. Now, what I did was I didn't put anything in the repulsor. I left it empty. And the reason mm -hmm. for that is because you then can hop start your free Deathwatch veteran units on the board, and I hit them like at the back corners, uh, and my Protoss kill team on the board, which means that he finishes a turn, and GSE turn one, they do nothing, really. Um, he finishes yeah, they really turn. don't. They really don't. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he left this corner of the board uh, with nothing in, because they start with nothing on the board, basically, other than like, the Ridge Runners and yeah. his Aberrants, which were tucked in his, his mm -hmm. L in the middle of the board. Um, so I basically picked up my three units. They came down in that corner, all three of them, I set up like a screen, so two units went in front and one unit went inside at the back, safe from any bombs. So I'd only lose a max of two units in the following turn, his, his punch back. Um, mm -hmm. And those three units annihilated the unit of Aberrants that were hiding. So those three go up, yep. they drop down, kill all the Aberrants. He rolls a one on his dice to come back, which is huge. So his Aberrants aren't going back, they're done. Oh, yeah. That's gone. That's like, I think it's like 400 points gone. So it's really, really big for me. It's, yeah, uh, it's a big loss. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I uh, I spread out my land speeder goes in the corner, my um, desolate stay in the back in the middle, and tries and repulsor goes up and just holds an objective and just spread out as much of the board as possible, and a protest kill team advances into the middle so it can basically go anywhere next turn and hold primary. So at this stage I'm on three of the objectives, I'm in the corner. There's literally nowhere on the board he can drop except for my bucket le bottom left where there's no targets if he drops there, so there's no real good targets yeah. for him. Um, I then also pop my sustain hits turn, and the reason for that is going into my going into the next turn when he drops down. When I Overwatch, I still have sustained hits, and yeah, very clever. My six is going to be two hits, and then Deathwatch veterans, as we know, they reroll hits. So he drops a unit of <laughs> ten acolytes do. down. He drops a unit of ten acolytes down to bomb. Yeah. He gets within three inches to rapid fire range, and I throw yeah. eighty three plus eight shots. Um, yeah. I think it's like so an average of 24. Roll for your sixes, take them yeah. out, re-roll. You get an average of like, it's like an average of 14 to 16 hits, essentially. Yeah, so, so you're on just going to melt them before you know, they like, even throw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. You've only got two perfect. places you yeah, can yeah. bomb with. With a Nexos, so you can only bomb two places, and one squad should die to Overwatch. Yeah. So it's it's like it. there's no punchback. I should lose a max one unit of veterans and whatever the Neophytes do, which is not that amazing. Uh, I also killed a Ridge Runner with my Desolators no. just to reduce the amount of extra AP minus one. Yeah. Um, so I did that, and that's where Death, that's where Deathwatch are really, really good into the GSC matchup. It's about timing, like when you just take mm -hmm. hits and so on. I got pretty unlucky with Acolytes. I think I didn't kill the squad, and he got a few demo charges back. So in the punch back, I did lose two squads of veterans, which was quite sad. 
Um, but essentially, mm. from that point onwards, the game's an uphill battle for him. Um, he's in a really yeah. bad spot because I've just I just own the board. I've still got interceptors to come down mm. and so on. Uh, I think going on into my into my turn two, I decided he had a few aberrant squads left, and UKTC had ruled that they get the demo charges back when they die. You know, when they come back back down from a blip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was thinking if if he recycles that over and over again, um, you know, I think eventually I'll just run out of stuff and he will still win the game. So I, instead of like do, instead of um, letting him recycle, I started decided to have the plan of just tagging aberrant tagging acolyte squads. So I charge in, yeah. leave a frag cannon in range of them, so I didn't kill the acolyte squad, and then tag it up so it couldn't do anything in the following yeah. turn. So turn turn two, I just yeah. tagged everything he had, so he couldn't pick it all back from blips. So I think he only blipped like turn yeah. five was the only blip he actually brought back into the game at any point. Yeah. Um, and I think I won a hundred to fifty six. It was a really a really really good win. I was really Solid. happy with. Solid win. Yeah, no, that, that's that's really well delivered because I think GSC are one of those ones where, as you say, you have to do everything right. You have to know all the little weak spots, know what parts of the game they're weak in and when they're vulnerable yeah. and fully maximise that. It's kind of counterintuitive. It's funny because obviously I've played GSC for a few years and it used to be that you really needed to keep them in front of you and wait and see what they did. And now it's like, you go and you literally uproot them kicking and screaming and you just throw them out the house right and so it's the complete opposite now it's like just get in there go and smash their face in and make sure they can't do anything um so i think people are still figuring that out a little bit no that's it if they if if stuff just starts coming back on their terms you just as you say you just you get out out traded because you because they don't lose their trades whereas you 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 do so it's yeah it's not not good no that's really well delivered because ed's a great player so that's a massive result very well done um what did you face next uh, next, I played. Um, I played Necrons. Um, mm-hmm. I played against like a bit of a, a different Necron list. Some other other bits of tech in there, which is quite nice. Some nice pieces. He had uh, like the standard Lich Guard blob of the Overlord and the Technomancer, yeah. the, the unkillable Lich Guard, uh, and like, <laughs> some other stuff like some Tomb Spiders. And um, it was against Mark Crumbleholm as well. So a very well known player in UKTC. Oh but, yeah, Mark's a very canny player. Yeah. Uh, luckily for Deathwatch, this is a great matchup for Deathwatch. You, you don't lose. This game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. it's big knobs <laughs> of Lich Guard. Oh, they don't die. They don't survive to frag cannons. Those frag cannons yeah. are going to get 2d3 shots, an extra two hits because they're big blob. Uh, and they're low AP, which is the good thing against Lich Guard because Lich Guard, they don't really have much armor save. It's just a four pin one, and that's three up four up plus plus. Yeah. Um, so turn one, he went first. He moved out his Lich Guard and a few other tech pieces. And I basically just dropped everything down, killed the Lich Guard. And once the Lich Guard fall over Necrons, that's <laughs> kind of the game there, because that's kind of what their army focuses around. Yeah. Um, you've got the really yeah. hard Katan to kill, but but yeah, it's a very good game for Deathwatch. I don't think there's much of a much of a game yeah. there, unfortunately, for Necrons. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the meta at the moment. As you say, the Xenos are out yeah, to play, yeah. and the Xenos hunters yeah. are here saying, We've got the tools, man. We've we're built for this. This is what we do. Uh, so yeah. it's it's working out very nicely. And yeah, I do think at the moment I'd be interested to see how Necrons evolve, because I think, yeah, there's quite a lot of lists at the moment that are a little bit guilty of asking one question. Which is like, can you kill me? And it's like, yeah. and, and, and there's there are lists out there who can say yes, I can. And at the moment, I'm not seeing Necron lists that have that kind of. What's the plan B here? What's 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 yeah. what's the other out if they do have answers to those blobs? So I, I think I'm optimistic. Actually, Necron players will will, will evolve their list a little bit. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see going forwards. But yeah, Deathwatch is obviously going to remain a rough matchup uh, for them. <laughs> it's the Necron hunter. It definitely takes them down. Um, it's quite nice. That's it. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, it's a very you... satisfying feeling to just go through an unkillable brick, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very nice. What did you have next? Uh, so my third game is against. Um, I think I had a tour of the well-known UKTC players. I played game three against. <laughs> <laughs> against oh Kirkle. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thousand yeah. Sons. He's like a really well-known Thousand Sons player, um, and an, an incredible mm. player as well. A really, really good player. Yeah, um, which is a really tough game. Um, I had a, I so I played so it's against Thousand Sons. So this matchup I had never played against before. I played a little bit of Thousand Sons Vix on them, so I knew a little bit about them, but I'd never yes. played it before. Yeah, uh, and they've got a few really difficult pieces, which is hard for us to deal with. Um, they have hmm. what Jake had. He had three big bricks of uh, Rubric Marines. They're all with warp flamers, and in those bricks he had Araman in one, and then he had two bricks with Exalted Sorcerers. And what they do is they say, uh, you can only target me if you're within 18 inch range. Now, right. border on, so I can't basically, I can't shoot with desolators or anything. The border on mm. was really, really dense. Um, it was really hard to like get for, it's very hard to deep strike in because it was so dense. It was, it was really easy for Jake just to mm. screen out. And he had quite a lot of screens in his army that were awkward for me to deal with. So I can never mm. actually get to these units. 
which I think that's going to be my main challenge. He gave a bit of a standoff here. We just played a card game. Um, he also had Magnus and a brick of 10 Terminators. And the main concern with these units is that they both went into Deep Strike. And I think what he was doing was he was planning to rapid ingress them in, move one of them forward, then in his turn, and then he can indirect if he can see me. If one unit can see yeah. my unit of Desolators, the rest of his army can indirect it for a strat. So I was thinking, basically, yeah. turn two and three, I have to make sure I do not let him rapid ingress anywhere useful. He can't rapid ingress onto my mm. Desolators. And then I should be good. I should mm. still win the game because I'll be firing indirectable game. He won't be firing anything back at me. And he doesn't get his water, so uh, yeah, hit back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was a mission where it was kill one, kill more. So I'd be getting that kill one four points every turn, whereas he wouldn't get back on me. Um, so I basically mm. played a really passive game where I didn't do anything except for push out a screen every turn <laughs> to make sure he couldn't <laughs> sure rapid ingress my terminate my uh, desolators. So it was a bit of a dull game, to be honest. <laughs> um, in that sense, early yeah. On. Well, I, I, I'm not um, going to cry for Thousand Suns having to deal with someone playing a passive game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and I basically every turn, I just he had three units of Zangor enlightened, like the guys on like they're they're on like little discs. Uh, and I just yeah, killed one of those yeah, yeah, turns yeah. to get my kill one. So I got kill one and kill more for killing those, which is like eight points every turn. So I was up on the primary on him absolutely massively. Um, he did a really yeah. cool play where he rapid ingressed a terminated brick, and he just basically just came down and went for it, went for me turn three, uh, but didn't quite do enough damage. I had a few things left over at the end. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit more of a passive game, yeah. that one. It was like a bit of like a game of chess, um, but I did have the advantage because yeah. I was the Indirect Fire. And the Indirect Fire Desolators, I think turn one... Um, I killed 10 rubrics, the, the Arrowman squad. <laughs> I killed 10 rubrics mm. from the uh, the indirect fire. So it was like, you know, that unit is very, very good. Desolators into big bricks. That can be targeted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's extremely good. And actually, purge, the, the purge mission with the kill more, that's where stuff at indirect really shines. And you really feel it if you can't yeah. get yours yeah. to bear because you need to be picking up those kills or you just fall so so far behind. Um, so yeah, really nicely done. And yeah, it sounds like you're having what what, what we call a hell of a run so far because you played three names yeah. I recognise who are all very very established good players in their was, factions. Was, so you've done great. It was really nice though because it was established name players, but not on Wraith nights. So <laughs> happy days. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sampling sampling a bit more of the meta. And there, are, I say, there's some really interesting stuff bubbling away just under those those sort of top armies. And so hopefully we will see more of that going forwards. So what was round four, Chris? Round four is against Tao. Um, now, round okay. four, I, I can't remember the name of the guy. Um, again, another really, really nice chap. Um, but he was playing a Taunar. Um, a Taunar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing in the game. Um, so this thing is absolutely massive. It's like half the size <laughs> of me. <laughs> and it's got this <laughs> giant giant trunk of a railgun on its head <laughs> <laughs> he deploys it and the railgun is like in the middle of the board already <laughs> it's, <really ridiculous. laughs> it's absolutely crazy model um so this thing is is just huge so the night i got the the night before to basically do my maths how do i kill this thing who's like 30 wounds um just ridiculously huge 30 wounds five of him on blah blah um just really hard to hard to kill so I do my maths on it, and I was like, okay, if I if I drop my whole army onto it, it dies. <laughs> if I advance my Protoss kill team out and shoot it, and then I drop all three units of veterans and shoot it, it's dead. Okay? So all I need to do is spend a... <laughs> it's ridiculous. I need to spend a turn or two of killing the screens to make sure I can drop onto yeah. it. And then eventually, if I go turn, I'll yeah. drop and kill it. I'll, I'll pop like... Just go with everything. Go, for it. <laughs> go, to, go to town, yeah. and we'll see what happens really yeah, yeah, yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I arrive in the morning. It's a Sunday morning, so I'm hungover, obviously. And I yeah. set up the board with him. And I was like, okay, uh, just before we start playing a game, because you've got towering, and you've got this outrageous model, can we decide what I can hide in every building and not be seen from power yeah. in any way. So we, 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 he's a really nice guy. He's like, we're like, place the model there, please. Yeah. Can you see this unit now? Can you place the model there? Can you see this unit now? And that's how I'm like building my battle plan of what I can actually get away with in this game. How we can. That's like, really, really smart. Where I can yeah. deploy and so yeah. on. Because this thing is really limited where it can go because it can't fit through the ruins. <laughs> so it's limited to a couple of positions. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so, the base is so large. Um, so I decided where I can deploy. I was like, okay, I can actually deploy completely out of sight of this guy. Um, because of the way the deployment was. I had to deploy everything in my big L, and I had like one of a small L I could put a few things in. Um, so we start the game off, and he strap reserved all his recruit hounds. 
um, which we talked about at the end, which was a, a bit of a mistake. He did this. He strapped reserve the crew hounds to, so they didn't get killed by Desolate straight away. However, that meant basically turn one, I picked up a whole army and killed the town now. Yeah. No You're like, I don't even need to clear the screens. Yeah. I can just go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to be honest, oh, poor really fella. Fun. But also, yeah. And also, that's like that's yeah. almost like it's literally like a Death Watch like novel or something, right? They're hunting a town hour down. They got all the gear and they just go <laughs> and just gank it. Like it's <laughs> cinematic yeah. as hell. I love it. Not a long yeah. game, but it's a very cinematic one. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah. And so you're up in you're up in the dizzying heights now. So it's only going to get nasty from here on out. So what what is waiting for you in round five? Uh, round five, I drew Adeptus Custodes. Um, ah, a custodes. Ah, a bit of like a. Yeah. I think they're kind of considered like the army. They're not GSE or Elder, obviously, but they're just below, aren't they? They're, they're doing well. Yeah, I, um, I would agree with that assessment. No, good army, yeah. Uh, so I played against someone called Charles, and Charles played Carl Grundy um, just before, in like round two or three. And I know Carl quite well. I talked to Carl a lot throughout the events. Um, so this guy played played Charles. I've never heard of him before. I went to Carl and said, uh, so basically, what's his list? Can you talk me through, like, you know, his main tricks? Have you got any tricks that he uses and so on? Um, and Carl was like, he's a very, very good player. Just he's, he's really precise. He's a really good player. Uh, but you have a great game. I was like, oh, great, excellent, thank you. Uh, went off to play the game, and Charles is an absolutely top, top player. Absolutely top player. Oh, amazing. Um, it was really, really good. And he, used, he has a really good plan for his custodes, and like, he used rapid ingress really well and, and stuff. Um, so it was a really good game, and he plays the game really well. And like, it was a game with full by intent. So it, was, it was a really, really good game. Um, mm. So I start off, and basically custodes, again, it's another good matchup for, for Deathwatch. <laughs> I got a bit lucky yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because it's big bricks of troops that we, we can try and like blast and, and try and chew through. Yeah, you can just put the focus um, on the different bricks one at yeah. a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and how I knew Charles was a good player and a really good player is because he knew this straight away. We, we, we started the game, uh, we started deploying, and then we rolled and he went first. And he, he, he basically went, all right, I, I have to go for you. He recognized straight away that if he tries to play the long game here or he tries to eke it out or wait a turn, he's going to lose because my death letters will yeah. start picking stuff up and eventually he's got to come for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he just yeah. picks up his, he had a big brick of the guys you can go in reserve, the Terminators, I can't remember what they're called. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, the Alaris, I think. Yeah. Alaris, yeah. So he had a big brick of those, he picks them up and he drops them down nine away from my Desolators. He had a big brick of, he had another two he picked up. He like, ran out some wardens at me, and I made a mistake. I actually went first. I killed a warden with indirect, which meant he could respawn it closer to me in his command phase, which was a huge uh, error on my part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did yeah. all this. I moved a, I moved a Protoss kill team into the middle, leaving it just out of charge range for his wardens, so I could like kind of have some threat with the Protoss kill team, which is your, your go-to thing with a, with this army. Um. And then I killed a warden so he can get closer, and he made an eight-inch charge on me. So I was like, "Oh, that was a mistake." <laughs> oh, <laughs> <So mama. laughs> yeah. so stupid. I was like, "Oh god." He went as well. He's like, "Oh, that's perfect. You just killed one. That's perfect for me." I was like, "Why? Oh no, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> I've, I've messed up. I've messed up big time." <laughs> yeah. um, so that was my first mistake this game. It was game five. The mistakes were coming, and the second mistake was leaving the desolators in my L, but on the second floor, so that he could charge them. Um, if he did a nine inch right. picked up his unit and did a nine inch charge, which he went for. And I should have known that he's gonna recognise this is a bad matchup for him and that he needs to be aggressive. So I gave him just a try the play. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. I gave him and he made the nine inch charge. Um we actually had a bit of a, an ongoing joke throughout the game is that um like we we both understood that it was a good game for Death Watch and that he had to take risks. And I think every turn he tried a nine inch charge and every turn he made it. <laughs> it was like, oh, another nine classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, was, it was a really good game. So so he he charges his his um, Terminators in and he killed like a unit of Death Watch veterans with my captain there as well. So that's huge. That's like 300 points gone for me. And the captain's really good into Custos because he's damage free, mortal wounds, all this stuff. Um, killed that and he tagged my Desolators up. He moved his Wardens in. He only rolled an 8-inch charge, which meant he couldn't get everyone in. So he didn't clear my Protoss kill team. He killed a couple of models. I can't remember exactly what he killed, but he didn't kill them all. Um, I then responded. This is where I used my Tome of Ectoclades. I double-oathed the Terminators and the uh, Trajan and his Custodian Wardens. I think Charles made one mistake here. The Wardens have an ability where they can get a 4 fill of pain for one phase of the game. Yes. Now, because he made a bad charge roll, he knew he was going to clean out my Proteus kill team. He knew he was going to kill a few. Uh, I can yeah. take off like some of the, you know, a couple Terminators or like some of the frag cannon models that don't really matter at this stage. So what he did was he popped his four up for a pain here. 
so that my right didn't get yeah. too hard back. I think that was a mistake because what he wants is a four note field of pain for my following shooting phase. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. the following turn, I basically brought down all my units, picked them up, brought down them all down in, in positions, and then killed those two units of his. Um, through like some melee and some melee and some combat and so on. He did a really good rapid ingress play here. He rapid ingressed and then he heroically intervened with a unit of nine spears. Oh, it was really clever. It was really clever. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm panicking again now because now they're going to be there and they're going to move forward and, and start taking my primary and start like really cutting my yeah, support yeah. down. Um, and he could get a bit of tempo through that play. Um, he didn't quite kill the unit that he, he heroically intervened into, which is big. So they stayed tied up and they couldn't affect me the following turn, really. He had to fall back with them. But that could have been, again, another. Mm. If that, he had a bit more luck on that one, it could have really swung into way again. Um, from that point onwards, though, the custode has locked, lost two bricks. They've only got two big bricks mm. left of stuff, like wardens and, and I, I can't remember what the other unit was, um, and a few odd bits mm. here and there, like small like prosecutor units around. Um, so it came, it came like Operation Cleanup, really. You go around, you teleporting one, one unit at a time and killing it. And one and turn three, pick all units up, drop down and kill another unit. Turn four, pick them up, drop down and yeah. kill another unit, and so on. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I think that game finished up <laughs> 69 to 52 to me um, oh, at the end of it. But again, really game. good game. Really, really good game. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds, yeah, it sounds like, sounds like, yeah, as you say, he had to take the high risk plays and quite a few of them came off, which makes it a bit peaky for you, but still. Yeah, really interesting matchup. Yeah, I guess I guess with your shooting again, it's just such high volume into custodies. That, that, yeah, you will just get through those bricks, and and that, yeah. the, their their durability doesn't doesn't do what it do yeah. what they need it to do. No, very well yeah. done. So you've made it through five rounds. You've battled. You've scraped. You've fought. What was your reward for getting this far? <laughs> my, my reward was my game went on the longest. I think of all the people who made the top cut. So my reward was I just finish. Okay, just won. I've made the top yeah. cut. Uh, I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to go to Tesco, get some food, uh, have a sit down, have a chat with my team, basically about what the armies I could face, yeah. which, by the way, are three other Eldar armies. Great. Um, of <laughs> course. Three Eldar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a total of four Wraith Knights, I think, was there in the top cut. So I was like, okay, I'm probably playing racing Ouch. a Wraith Knight now. And then I didn't yeah. get that because Josh Roberts walks over and says, Chris, it's me and you next. All the other games have already finished. I was like, great. Cheers, Josh. <laughs> I'd love to play you, but I'll play properly. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so we basically because his game had finished so early because he's playing two Raven Knights um, we could get started with our game straight away because we were guaranteed the top two I think it was so we were guaranteed to be playing each other or first and fourth I can't remember how it worked but they knew it was us two basically Um, uh, so we could get started on our game and it didn't last long (laughs) it was a tough one very very tough one yeah yeah, I so think it's one of those, isn't it, where yeah. towering and the angles yeah. involved just make this extremely, extremely rough for you, as does the Overwatch when you come and try and get him. Like, there's just so many things you can do that make your life very difficult. By all means, do feel free to uh, tell us how it went. <laughs> yeah. So it, Josh's list is basically four models. It's uh, two Wraith Knights. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. It's two Wraith Knights. An avatar of Avatar or something. The Eldar Avatar has got a name to it. Yeah, he's um, got Kane, the Avatar of Kane, and the Incarn, doesn't he as well? Yeah, and yeah, the Incarn, yeah. That's it, yeah. And he's got so he's got those four. Um, he's got a Farseer on foot, a Farseer Skyrunner, and three units of Shadow Spectres, and uh, the Autark. and that's the army. Uh, now in this match, I practice against. <laughs> it's so small. I practice this matchup against David Gaylord uh, before because I was yeah. like, I'm going to play a Raven at some point. Let's have a practice game. Um, and he played he played Wraith Guard and one Wraith Knight, um, yep. which is a bit easier for me to deal with than two Wraith Knights. But basically, I knew in this game, the key is the Farseers. You've got to kill the Farseers. If those Wraith Knights have minus one to wound on them, they're T, what, T12, I think, minus one to wound. My T12, whole army yeah. is strength seven. Or eight. So, <laughs> I can't yeah. touch it. <laughs> I literally cannot <laughs> touch it. Yeah. So I was like, no matter what happens, I've got to kill the Farseers. I've got to kill the chaffy units, like the, spec- the Shadow Spectres and, and stuff like that. Um, and then eventually have a go turn where he's got not much left, just the big stuff. So my game yeah. plan, and I had a good chat with Yockel in my team just before I went and gave him a phone call because he, kn- he knows a lot more than me about the game generally. Um, <laughs> he's an absolute fountain of knowledge. Um, so we, mm. had, my game plan was going to be, I let Josh just walk towards me with his big bricks and I just stay still. <laughs> Build up CP, <laughs> but absolutely stay still and basically kill the Farseers. 
in my turn and try and kill the screens. Yeah. Now, it's game six, so I made one big mistake, which made no difference in the end. It didn't matter. I was going to lose the game. But <laughs> I made one big mistake where I didn't kill the Farseer in the activation of shooting. <laughs> which I just I just got greedy and I thought I'd split fire a little bit, and then it, it backfired. Yeah. I didn't kill the Farseer. So we had minus oh, one to move no. the following turn. From that point, oh, I was like, no. I lost the that's the game. That's the yeah. game. That's such a stupid thing to do. Uh, I also wasn't helped by the mission. The mission was uh, long ways. So that means it's the it's the mission where turn one he can hide his farseer from my shooting. Usually with Deathwatch, yeah. forty two inches and fifty four on the uh, Vengal, that's enough to be able to shoot anywhere on the board as long as you deploy in the middle of your bullet. Yeah. Zone. We yeah. drew on the one mission where he could hide his farseer turn one. <laughs> Couldn't really reach annoying. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I had to wait till turn two to kill it and then have turn three being my drop turn, which meant they had a yeah. bit more shooting with his Wraith Knights before I could actually drop on him. Um, so we played out. I got to, I got to turn three really fast because I didn't do anything. Um, I let him score like thirty points ahead of me, and then I did the drop turn. And on my drop turn, he overwatched a unit of ten veterans with a wraith knight and killed nine of them <laughs> in Overwatch. That's uh, yep. That's that's the way that yeah. goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I brought down three inceptors to block in a wraith knight like my target. I'm going to block in the wraith knight of the inceptors. We can't phantasm away. Oh, um, clever! Yeah, very clever. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So I was trying. What I was trying to do, I moved the veterans first to bait out the Overwatch. I was like, I don't want him overwatching the Inceptors because I want to trap him in. So I was like, I'm doing a clever thing here, and then I had to remove the whole <laughs> in veteran squad. I was like, that didn't work. <laughs> 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 <It's> just dead. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> It was so outrageous, mate. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, are crazy. it's just it's just um, losing hundreds of points in your own turn is just nuts. Like it's just yeah, it's just crazy. It's, <laughs> it's just bonkers army, isn't it? And also, as another point, he moved yeah. another wraith knight up the side of the board. Like I say, I was waiting for turn three at this point because I messed up with the fast. I was waiting for turn three to drop on Josh. Um, and he moved up the other fast here side the board. Wraith knight, sorry. And I had one guy with like a tiny bit of a jetpack sticking out of the L that you could just about see when he moved 10 inches because his gun was slightly out, which, um, you know, it's just a small mistake. It's a sixth game. Um, yeah. So he, he, he could see that squad. As soon as he sees it, it's deleted. So at that point, I'd lost two veteran yeah. squads to Overwatch and to an unexpected, unexpected loss. So we basically shook hands there. There's, mm. there's no game at that point. I've lost half my army. Half my stuff is actually going to Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was the yeah, game. I so think that's, a... that's one of the big feel bears with the Wraith Knights. They're, they're just like yeah. a little gun arm just picks up like a whole bunch of yeah. stuff and you're trying to hide and you're still getting caught out. Like, it's horrible. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. A tiny bit of gum sticks out to a tiny bit of a jetpack. Like, oh, damn it. There goes 200 points. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, I think that, I think that, that is still... That's such a good performance, you know? like, I was, like to, it, Obviously, Josh is running the most bonkers army in the game. You've pushed it all yeah. the way there and obviously had a couple of things not go your way in that game. It's a really rough matchup regardless, but yeah. it's a phenomenal, phenomenal run with, with one of the armies that yeah. isn't really on people's radar in, in the top set in the same way that some of these other options are. So very, yeah. very exciting. Thank you. And I guess we're going to see what the changes are, we know what what comes and what adapts because Deathwatch are one of those armies I'm looking at where it's like if if the stars align they could have a very good end to the year. We just have to see how everything how everything fits together. Um, is there anything you'd do differently in terms of your list? Anything you'd change in terms of the approach, or were you very happy with how it performed? Um, I, I was really really happy with how it performed. I, I think I think for Deathwatch we're all, I'm almost there with the list. I'm to yeah. to the current meta really. Um, finding a way to kill Wraith Knights, but I don't, honestly don't know if there's a way to kill Wraith Knights with Deathwatch. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, think, I think you could deal with Bob, because yeah. you got the captain, the captain yeah. with the FIFA secrets. He can deal with the Wraith Knight. He's like eight wounds to an average, I think. So that with the actual unit he's in mm. is, is okay. Um, you can deal with one. I'm not sure you can deal with two. I think that's just, you have to be yeah. really, really lucky. This, 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 double one, this double one just seems to be beyond, it's the same problem for a lot of armies. Like, yeah, you can commit to kill one, and then you're there hanging out, and the other one just goes to town and yeah. yeah so it's very difficult yeah, maybe um maybe fitting some hellblasters somewhere a unit of 10 hellblasters i do That's like hellblasters they are really yeah. punchy yeah that'd be interesting yeah. to see in death watch because again with teleporting there's some potential there exactly and yeah. they've got yeah, that yeah. nice thing of yeah you can delete me if you like i'm still gonna shoot anyway <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> so that's quite enjoyable i think if you with the hellblasters as well if you put a captain in there you can pick mm. them up for free and then the next turn, you drop them down, do another strat on them for free, so you can you can really yeah. hit hard those hellblasters as well. 
Um, yeah, I think that's there's definitely play in that, and they're they're not too expensive for what they do for like the first time in about four years. So it's quite it's quite nice to <laughs> yeah. to see them out and about. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm very excited to see what you cook up with them next, um, and it's a pleasure to meet you properly, having having heard lots about yeah, you. So thank you so much for coming on. It's good, glad that. Thanks, thanks for doing something exciting and interesting at a big event, so that we had something to do state of play around. I, I really appreciate the effort, um, and really well done on the result. I'm sure we'll see a lot more from you and from from Ignite um, in in the following months and the following season as well. So brilliant. Yeah, Thanks very so much, much, Chris. Thank you very much to everybody for listening. We'll be back again when I find another army that's managing to, to hang in there and do something exciting um, before too long. So see you all again then soon. Bye-bye. Cheers, Tom. Thank you.